this is uh, season two uh, episode Uncle Marjorie's well armed fins. Fuck. <laughs> I is love how like... there's always this like two or three second pause, and then Luke just goes, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fins. And uh, well, and well, we can't insult the fins. There's at least one guy in Finland who listens. Oh, oh, I was or... meaning shark fins, but uh... <laughs> not, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, hit the fucking music already. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy's still learning. Welcome to Foodie Goody, our food and food-related items segment. I went to a Chinese wedding last weekend, and they had shark fin soup, and it was all spiny. And But the only thing that was good about it is you got to add blood to it, and then I would eat the blood God. out of the soup, and that Fuck. tasted good. But, no. But once the blood was gone, I didn't care for the soup. Wow. You're fucked, man. They have like a jar of blood that you had to add to your soup? That'd be stupid. It was a little bowl. <laughs> That'd be stupid. <laughs> what were you thinking? That's ridiculous. Was it like congealed, cooked, or what was what was going on? The, what the blood? Yeah. No, it was runny. It was like freshly bled. Yeah. What kind of how blood come was it didn't, this? How come it didn't it was, clot? Um, warfarin. <laughs> What? You're full of shit. It was a That's sauce, insane. wasn't it? Pretty sure it was blood. <laughs> it tasted like blood. <laughs> really? You've had a lot of blood in your day. Not a lot, but I had enough to know what it tastes like. So do you think it was human blood or what? I'm guessing shark. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking the fin, it's going to bleed. You might as well take the blood. <laughs> Welcome to Pooh Corner, the segment where we attempt to try to solve the world's problems. If, if you're an arms manufacturer, <laughs> if your job, you know, someone's got to do it, right? Someone's got to build the guns, apparently. Yeah. How do you sleep at night? My job well, underneath is to... A big, under a big pillow full of money, I think. <laughs> I think on... I think on top of the... Oh, yes, on top. Sorry, my mistake. Because that's getting smothered. <laughs> uh, maybe there's a certain, uh, you know, appeal to that for some people. I don't know. Getting smothered would... by money. <laughs> the coins would be bad. The coins, yeah. But seriously, like, you know, the... I'm not saying, you know... It may attract a certain amount of... Uh, it, it may attract a certain type of uh, person, too. Yeah, I'm sure their justification is, "Hey, somebody's got to do it," and I'm, I'm not, like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not a bad person, so it's better that I do it than someone who's evil. I bet something like that. That's goes probably part heads. of it. 
or there's just people that see it as a business. I mean, I, I know this isn't like real life, isn't exactly like the movie Lord of War, but when you kind of watch that movie, I don't know if you guys have seen it, it does look very exciting. <laughs> or there is one other possibility. Those people are evil. Well, it could be. Or they just eat the... kittens. <laughs> Drink blood. Hey, th- nothing wrong with that. It's oh. just like a Chinese wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, have you seen the movie Thank You for Smoking? No, no, I heard it was it, interesting. It, it's really interesting. It's about a, a lobbyist, uh, a, a pro-smoking lobbyist. Right. And, uh, and it really kind of looks at the issues of how could someone do that, given all we know that's wrong with smoking. And... It's really the guy. I think it's Aaron Eckhart. Really does a good job of you know that's that's his job. That's what he does, and he doesn't really consider the morality of it. He's there because that's his job. For whatever reason, he ended up there. And someone making someone making a gun. I mean, these giant companies move to these little towns where there's not a lot of skilled workers, and these people need to put food on the table for their families, and those are the jobs that are available. Yeah, well, okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm trying to understand, but, but, and your point is a good one. You know, if you're desperate for a job, you'll work for whoever, right? Even but a prostitute. Even, even a you prostitute. Work for a prostitute. <laughs> if you have to. They pay good money. <laughs> well, they don't. Yeah, well, that's what I'm wondering. What, what kind of a job would you get from a prostitute? Shoe shiner. Shoe shiner. Bikini waxer. I Bikini think. waxer. Laundromat. Hamper cleaner. <laughs> oh, You're a little slow on that yeah, one. Yeah, I was uh, I was paying attention to something else at the time. <laughs> you had your penis out, didn't you? <laughs> All right, so I did, you know. No, but uh, so, so so fine. But not everyone working for an arms company is a minimum wage earning desperate person in a small town. And everyone who works for the company has to look in the mirror. You know, and say this is my job. If you're a CEO for that company, you still somehow have to justify that to yourself, don't you? Yeah, but I mean, Maybe if you become fears. the CEO of an arms company, <laughs> I, that didn't happen by accident. Like you're, <laughs> you know, like you're saying. I'm that, just trying to put food on the table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like these are people that have chosen to do that. And but but that's my question. How? Well, well, how okay. can you possibly do that? You know what I what I found really interesting. I don't know that this is the case with the CEO of an arms company, but I I thought that this. I was looking around a bookstore the other day, and I thought this was a really um, interesting and bizarre kind of book that I something I hadn't really ever considered before. But it was I think it was called uh, Snakes in Suits or something like that. But it was literally the premise of it was that. Um, that the sort you just of, really need a tie. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> suit. The the premise of it was that some uh, some like you know psychologist or something had kind of studied some of these um, some really you know kind of cutthroat business people and they were saying that um, there's actually this guy's feeling was that there was I'm oversimplifying it a lot obviously but um, that there are a lot of actual psychopaths. For whom, like the business world, is exactly the kind of target that they're looking for. Like they're not in jail for killing someone, but they're, 
you know, they're totally cold-blooded and, like, essentially taking taking out their psychopathic tendencies on, you know, through business kind of thing. But so, that's, you, that's you, kind almost of too easy an explanation. Portrayed. Well, I mean... Sorry, I'm not telling you, you the whole book here. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying yeah. that it's a drastic oversimplification of whatever this guy yeah, was trying yeah, to say. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is you can't you can't necessarily go to the you know to the problem and say how could a person do this? The four of us would be mortified by running you know an arms company. Yeah, but an awful lot of people don't think the way that we think, or don't right. you know don't care about people the way that we do, and you know. Maybe it is. It could be the case that that has nothing to do with with any of the CEOs that run arms companies. But there are people out there that really don't give a shit about people, or that see them simply as you know targets to be destroyed, not human or whatever. You know, I don't. I, know. I think that um, on the grand scale, when you look at people as individuals everybody's got a different way that they measure success and some people it's um, you know clout or some people it's strictly cash and some people it's their house and some people it's their position that they hold as a job and it and so and some people it has nothing to do with that it has to do with you know how they feel like they've treated people around them so I think that it's just uh, a testament to how differently people measure success and how far they're willing to go to to achieve that. I guess um, it's a. I guess we all agree. <laughs> Your beard is troubling. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Damn. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. This is Thank the you. end. So, um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode. You could uh, email us at maskedman at limitedappeal.net. We're part of the MySpace community, myspace.com slash limitedappeal. Or visit our website, www.limitedappeal.net. In case you were expecting something, this is what you get. By the way, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. <laughs>